about time, it's about space, it's about saving the human race. It's about hate, it's about love, it's about everything above. It's about war, it's about peace, it's about changing history. It's about you, it's about me, it's about time. Hello and welcome to another edition of All In With The Lord. I don't know about you, but I have noticed that everything seems to be moving so fast in the world. Have you noticed it? It's speeding up. We're here today to talk about how to take advantage and use to our advantage everything that's working in the world right now. When things seem to be chaotic, when they seem to be out of control, when they seem like just nothing makes any sense anymore, the only way, the only place you can find the truth is in God's Word, the Bible, which we call the Manufacturer's Handbook. Are you using it? Do you read it? Do you have favorite online pastors you listen to who actually teach the Word, not opinions? We don't, the last thing we need is another opinion of what someone thinks about the Word. If you turn on the History Channel, you'll find opinion after opinion about history. You will find uh, things online about the UFOs, and all of how humankind came to exist. All opinions, based on what they call evidence. What evidence? Well, they pick a piece up here, and they pick a piece up there, and the scientists evaluate, and everybody thinks. But here's the bottom line. The Word of God is the only truth that matters. Is your life working out for you right now? That's what matters to you. And the kingdom of God has everything to do with it. Now, there are certain things we do or can do as believers that stack the deck in our favor. That's right. That stacks the deck in our favor. And there are certain things that we do that causes it to work against us. You know, when I talk about a deck, everybody talks about cards. You're stacking the deck so you get all the right cards or get all the wrong cards. So you can't ever win. Do you feel like you got a hand dealt to you that you can't win. If you're that person, you need to listen to this. If you're the person that thinks you got the good hand, well, praise God for that. But you should still also listen because that can change overnight based on what you do. It's interesting that everyone wants a good life. Everyone wants more. Everyone wants to be blessed. As a Christian, we should know that it's God's intent from the very beginning, all through our life, to bless us. 
But do you know that? Or do you uh, occasionally remember it? In the midst of all the things that aren't blessings. Because <laughs> that's what happens. In life, people get beat up by circumstances, by situations, by things that are seemingly out of their control. However, I'm here to tell you that you do have control. That God came initially and made humans to take dominion over the earth. And then Jesus came back to restore that dominion after the knowledge of it was stolen. Everything that goes wrong, the world loves to blame God. Oh, God did it. God's teaching you something through that wrong thing. Boy, the enemy, his name, Lucifer, Satan, he loves to blame God. He was blaming God in the beginning, before you and I ever got here. He blamed God for everything and said, I can do better. I can exalt my throne above God's. Man, he had no idea what he unleashed on himself. So, let's talk about us, though. What are you unleashing on yourself every day? What are you doing to interfere in the original blessing of God coming into your life. Today, what are you doing? What do you mean, Art? I, I'm not doing anything. I'm, I'm trying to live a good life. I'm, I'm trying to do it right. Are you really? Let's talk about it. Number one, how do you treat others? What do you mean? What's that got to do with me? <laughs> Everything. How you treat other people in your life has everything to do with, with, with what's happening in your life, in our life. It has everything. There is an invisible world. I don't care if you believe it. I don't give a rip what you think. There is an invisible world. It's a quantum mechanical world that God has put in place in our world, in our lives. You are a quantum, uh, physical, and spiritual being that interacts with this invisible world every single second of your life. Even when you sleep. But in the sleep mode that we go into, it's automatic, but it's processing. Everything that you believed, thought, felt all day long is being processed while you rest into the quantum world. And to the degree that you believe it, the invisible world, the kingdom of God, that's, let's get, stop playing games with not believing that there is such a kingdom. It's not when you get to heaven. Yeah, it will be heaven, but you're here. And we are operating in a realm, in a world, in a realm 
of physical and spiritual, which results in the quantum world reacting to everything you say and do and feel. Well, I can't help how I feel. Really? What does this what does the word of God tell us? We've not been given a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of sound mind. Well, wait a minute, stop right there. <clears throat> if that's true, why is there any worry, doubt, or fear in your life? Because you believe something other than what God said. Every day, we interact with people. Do you ever find yourself being upset with people? It's easy. You find out their faults and know what they're doing wrong. Is that easy to point out? Sure it is. It's really easy to see what other people did wrong, because whatever they did wrong is so obvious. Why don't they see it? <laughs> And all the while, we're seeing what they're doing wrong. And we don't understand fully or grasp this kingdom, which revolves around the love of God. If we don't choose to forgive them and love them and have patience with them, then this quantum invisible world sets things up for people not to have patience, and forgiveness for you. It works every time. There's so many facets to the kingdom of God. To love one another as Christ loved the church. Let me ask you a question. When he hung on the cross, did you hear him repeating your name and all the sins that you committed so everyone could hear? No. But yet you were included when he hung on the cross. Your name and all your sins were included. You were co-crucified with Jesus on the cross. I was. You were. But nobody put a list of all your sins for the whole world and all of the universe to see. Because if God would have done that, he would have caused another law to work against him, which everything he, he found fault in you for would come back on him. The only way was to use mercy and forgiveness so it's squinched, squelched, whatever you call it, put out. No return. What comes back to God? Mercy, not judgment. You can't have a world that works on whatever you put out comes back to you and then have the God of the universe violate the rules in order to get what he wants. So he had to choose forgiveness and mercy so that he would have it come back to him. What happens in our world? We judge. We become judgers. And sometimes we let that judgment out, and it becomes wrath 
towards another person. So what do I do, Art, when somebody does something I know they're doing wrong? Hmm. Very good question, isn't it? If you judge them harshly, if you come down on them completely harshly, you will then have something in your life come back on you the same way you put it out. Praise you, Jesus. I'll tell you, you know, God so loved the world that he gave his only son to die for us so that we could have life and have it more abundantly. And then he left us with one very important rule. Love one another as I have loved you. When I listen and hear someone condemn another person, or speak bad about them, or remind them of their sins, then I shudder because I know what's going to come back on them. With the same measure we use to judge, we are judged. Well, how does God know that? Because of this system that's in place, it's automatic. And when you really get upset with someone who does something against you, how many times did Jesus say we should forgive them? Seven times? He was asked. <laughs> he laughed. No, 70 times seven. Why? Because when you get vicious about getting back at them, you release laws that absolutely will bring it all back on you. Things will not go well for you. Sowing and reaping. Sure. Christians talk about what you sow, you reap. And they all want to see the money come when I give money. But then they go out and talk about their brother or pick on somebody or find their faults and wave them in front of them and expect the money to come. Hmm. How does that work, Art? Huh. Shuts off the whole freaking deal is how it works. You have to live like God. You were made in His image and likeness. He forgave us. He forgave you. Remember the story about how, you know, he forgave the debt, but the other guy who had the little debt, the, the big debt forgiven, goes and, and hammers all the people with the little debts? Go read it. I'm not reading it to you. I'll tell you what I'm talking about. I'm talking about if you're stuck right now, and you don't have enough money, health, or whatever, examine what you are doing in your mind, in your imagination, to affect the kingdom of God around us. We're in a time where there's no more time. Time is up, guys. There's no time for jokes. There's no time for, oh, I didn't mean that. I was just kidding. There's no time for picking on other people. There's no time. It's time 
to understand what God Almighty has set before us. If you're alive right now, you are here on this earth in your situation because God Almighty put you there because you are the only one that could do exactly what He has planned for you. Now, if you are allowing Satan to push your buttons, yeah, but that person had it coming. Or, yeah, I know, I get fearful. Yeah, you get fearful? Listen, let's talk about this. I call it the RF factor. RF. You are all day long, every day, every now, every second, you are releasing one of two powers in your life. Faith or fear. They are the only two emotions, because faith has to do with hope. So the only two powers that release the power of their anointing to work in our life is either faith or, of course, the reverse, fear. Now, Satan couldn't use faith because God is love. God is faith. God, faith is our pathway to the realm of the kingdom that transfers what you want into this realm. Fear is the power that transfers what you don't want. Worry, doubt, fear, unbelief. Faith, hope, joy. Two, two opposites. But I can't, what's there to be joyful about, Art? Look at what's going on around us. You know what's going on around us? I'm going to tell you what's going on around you. And around us, in the world. A lack of the church knowing how to believe what they go to church to hear every week. Mission impossible. Getting the church to actually believe what they've been taught. Because it is in our world, when, when we as a body of Christ understand who we are, stop engaging with the stupidity and ignorance of the world, and start engaging with the truth of God, the kingdom, not you, the kingdom of Almighty God will transform the world in front of us. Why are so many people out of control? It's real easy. They have chosen to believe that the Word of God is of no effect in their life. They don't care. And a lot of Christians are just flat out asleep. Oh, I go to church. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a this or I'm a that. I'm, I'm a practicing whatever. But I don't use the word during the week. I, don't, I mean, that's just for Sundays, right? Or that's just for when, you know, I am a Christian. I, I mean, I'm going to do my best not to swear and, and, and do certain... Come on. The kingdom of God is this a, is this, as is if a man planted a seed in the ground. A mustard seed. The smallest of all, which is the first time you've, you understand what you want to do to help somebody. You plant it. 
and it takes time to water it and grow until it becomes a strong tree. That's the changing of the heart. The kingdom of God is not for Sabbath and Sundays. The kingdom of God is 24-7 operating in your life. Now, you should go to church once a week to celebrate the kingdom and to re recenter yourself with others who are doing the same. But if all you're doing is going there to hang out in a crowd that repeats automatic prayers or anything about it without knowing why they're there, and then you go out and you don't do anything from that point on for the rest of the week other than live your life the way you want to live it, you're missing the whole point. The invisible world, the kingdom of God, the wisdom and the kingdom of God, the quantum world, quantum subatomic, subatomic structure that creates and recreates every single thing that's coming out of your heart. It's coming out of your heart. So you want to be forgiven, but then you don't forgive others. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. Loving others, forgiving others. God says that he forgets our sins. And they are, as far as the east is from the west, he'll remember them no more. How are you to react to someone else? who sins against you. How would you like <clears throat> to go through life without any obstacles? <laughs> no pressure back. Just everything that you want, when you want it, comes to you naturally. just flows in. There's reasons that it doesn't. They're called blessing blockers. And those blessing blockers are the way you think about people, the way you act towards people, the way you fear or allow fear into your life versus faith. When something comes at us that we don't understand or it's not what we want, we don't, we're not supposed to cave in and just go, oh my God, now what am I going to do? We're supposed to push back. And say, no. No, you don't. This is the Word of God. And the Word of God says that I have been redeemed from the curse that's attached to the breaking of the law. And for poverty, I've been granted wealth. For sickness, I've been granted health. And for death, oh yeah, I've been given eternal life. Eternal life. Eternal life. Here's the, the creator of the universe giving you, whatever your name is, an opportunity to have an identity and live forever. He's the owner of the garden. He owns it all. And then he gave you the free will to act like your God over your little world. And if your little world isn't getting what you want, then you have to learn to be the God over that world 
before you can help change the world. And unfortunately, we put people in power in this country that haven't gotten their bedrooms cleaned up and we want them to run the whole world. Doesn't work. And yet people that we don't want to judge, but people walking along in their I understand how and I know who we're going to put in office. Listen to me. You don't know who to put in office. I don't care who you think you are. Only God knows who he wants to put in office. And when whoever's in office is in office, the church has the final say, not the government. But we have retaught our minds to be fearful of the government. What are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? How do I change? You've got to get God's Word in you. You've got to renew this mind. You must renew your mind to understand that God's Word is final authority. And when you begin to love your brothers and sisters like Christ loved you, forgiving them, not remembering their sins, not waving them in front of them, not calling them bad, then you can live a life where you're not called sinful and bad. We, the church, have to begin to act like we, the church. When I talk to someone who's stumbling and don't understand why all these things are happening to them, I already know why they're happening. But how do you tell someone it's all because of you? And you don't because you don't want to judge them. You don't want to hurt them. But yet, they're hurting themselves. So, our job is to help them to understand that they need to stop hurting themselves. Your world is a direct reflection of you and how you react to everything around you. You can change it overnight. You can change it right now. N-O-W. Now. I'll explain more of that after the break. But judgment is dangerous. It's dangerous to you. I don't want judgment. I want mercy. And in order to get mercy, guess what I have to give? Mercy. You judge, you will be judged. The carnal part of us says, no, you don't understand. I've got to tell that person what they've done. It's very carnal. It's not spiritual at all. So any Christian who feels that way, i got sad news for you. The devil is using you on other people. You have become a tool that he's using. So get the carnality out. Get the love of God in. And do it now.
do it right now. Love one another as Christ loved the church. Now we'll be back after these messages to talk more about how our world can be transformed today because of what we do and say. Be right back. It's about time, it's about space, it's about saving the human race. It's about hate, it's about love, it's about everything above. It's about war, it's about peace, it's about changing history. It's about you, it's about me, it's about time. Broadcasting live from historic West Norriton Township. This is AM 1180. AM 1180. WFYL. King of Prussia. Philadelphia. It's about time. It's about space. It's about saving the human race. It's about hate. It's about love. It's about everything above. It's about war. It's about peace. It's about changing history. It's about you. It's about me. It's about time. Welcome back to the program. <clears throat> we are talking about different things on All End every week, and we are talking this week about <clears throat> judgment, how it works in our life, how the quantum world works in our life, and how we can become better people at handling the way we conduct our lives so that the Lord can continually bless us. You know, when the Lord says He put in effect the blessings and the curses, they're automatic. It's not like God is sitting there. Think you imagine this is God sitting and he got nothing else to do but decide bless or curse, bless or curse, bless or curse. That's not what God does. He created a system that he also, by the way, has to abide by. It is a quantum world. It is a system whereby there are realms in which things operate certain ways. You know, heaven is a place, but it's also a parallel universe to us. And in it, everything is done. Everything is complete. Everything that God wanted for you from the day he conceived in his mind of you is already perfect in there. But we have to call it from his, from the heaven realm into our realm. And we have to create pathways by which we can receive it. And that's called the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is at hand. What do you mean at hand? It is right next to you. It's in a parallel universe. It is right there. You can reach in with your hand and pull it back and take it back. But you have to understand that there are quantum laws in effect. Jesus God had to abide by those same laws. If he would have wiped Lucifer out in the beginning, Lucifer tricks Eve, Adam falls, and God says, judgment, I am going to wipe him out, boom. Then what happens is the whole universe is left in a state of fear of God because they would fear that if they do something wrong, they're wiped out. So now you obey God out of fear instead of out of love. So in our world, because of what Jesus did, he absorbed all of our sins. And he's not holding the list of sins, walking around in heaven with him going, you did this, and I paid for it. 
He paid for all of it, and then he forgot them. He doesn't remember them anymore. You will remember them, and you will appreciate that you were forgiven and God showed mercy. But that's between you and God. That is a confidence that you can have in the Creator, that He loves you that much, that He will never, ever hurt you or embarrass you with your list of sins. Yet we tend to want to do that for one another. Hey, do you know what you did? Do you know what you did? You're a bad person. You're a this. You're a that. What the heck kind of life is that? And who are you to judge me? And who am I to judge you? So we are out of the judgment business. We are into the mercy business. So when God used mercy and love with Jesus on the cross, guess what he gets back through the quantum world? More mercy and love. If he would have used just elimination, dictatorship, then he gets back fear. He doesn't want fear. He wants love. God is love, and love returns to love. So we are the ones that have to learn love, love one another, as Christ loved you. Stop finding fault with other people. Stop finding fault with yourself. Stop finding faults and stop focusing on the negative. Focus on the fact that if somebody steals from you, God's will be the vengeance. You can identify that they've stolen from you, but you don't need to go tell them you're a lousy, no good thief. You can give it up into the spirit, into the quantum world, and it will bring back sevenfold what was stolen. That's what the Word of God says. Do you? We've got to understand the kingdom of God is at hand. The kingdom of God is here. Are we operating it to our advantage? Are we allowing Satan, the enemy, to push all your buttons? Oh, 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 I don't like this. Oh, I'm afraid of that. Oh, it's so easy for him to push your buttons. Stop reacting to the button pusher and say, no, I've not been given a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of sound mind. And though the mountains tumble into the sea, and the earth be done away, still will I not fear. Huh. How about that? How about being so bold as to stick your nose right in the circumstance that's trying to get you and say, you back off. Or the body part that's not working right, and they tell you you have a health issue, speak to that body part. You get yourself in line. You get yourself in line. You liver, you kidney, you this, you that, whatever, you arm muscle. What You wait, you, you change. You get yourself in line. We have been given dominion, and we don't use it. You don't use it. People walk around, oh, boy, I don't know what's going to happen. You never know what God's going to do, blah, blah, blah. Are you kidding me? The creator of the universe knows exactly what he's going to do. He created the universe that you and I are living in. And the quantum world, the invisible world, the kingdom that always produces the same way. You are the author and the finisher of your little circle called your garden, your life, your world. Welcome to your world. If you don't like your world, guess what? You can change your world. But in order to do it and do it to your advantage, you got to change your heart. 
I hear a lot of kids today, a lot of young people talk about, oh, the law of attraction. Oh, there's the law of quantum. There's a law. There's a law. There are. And people are still getting things they don't want. Why is that? Because they don't love each other. And I'm not talking about a husband and wife. I'm talking about just people. They don't respect each other. There's race issues. There's all kinds of issues. Satan loves to divide that he loves to pit one person against another. I don't care what the situation is. Your job is to love one another as Christ loved the church. I'm talking about the person you despise, you need to love. Love. And I despise, I love to say this, I despise the guys who criticize and minimize the enterprise of other guys. Because those people shouldn't be despising anything. They shouldn't be criticizing anything. So we have to stop criticizing. Stop talking about the problem as if you own it. And that's something we're all guilty of in this country. Whether whoever's in office, we look at the situation and we start, boy, look what they've done to me. Look what they've done to us. And we assume it, we take it as if it's our own. And yet God has given each one of us dominion over. You know that there's a way for you to prosper no matter what laws they pass. Do you know that God can get you anything you need, anytime, but you are limiting it to a certain way because of the way you think and the way you talk? Stop judging. Stop judging. I'm telling you. Stop judging. Turn the TV off. They judge every single second of every single day. And if you're letting your now be filled with their opinions, you are helping, you are assisting to create the world you do not want. The minute you hear something that's negative and you go, oh, they did that. Now that's what I got to deal with. You have assumed it on you. The proper way is they did that, I bind Satan, and I bind every principality, power, and ruler of the darkness. I am free from rules because of the way the Lord has made me. I take dominion over that, and I command that rule to have no effect in my life. You watch how your life will be easier, and you'll be getting through, and everybody else has got all these problems. I mean, I know people every, every year tell me how much how hard taxes are and how rough it is. And and I've never had those issues because the Lord delivered me from that. I pay taxes, sure, but it's not an issue. It's just, it is what it is. Give to Caesar what belongs to Caesar, but give to God what belongs to God. And God blesses me far more, far more than any and, and, and then the, the government gets from me. In other words, I am, I am blessed. I'm happy to contribute to the government. But we give 10% to the Lord, 10% as an offering. What's the government get? 22%? I don't know. Whatever they take. They want more than God. They want more. Make sure you give God as much as you give the government. Okay? Sow your seed, and sow it expecting a return. That's also the quantum world. So here's what happens. <coughs> Christians <coughs> hear all the good side. I am a tither. I'm a tither. I'm a sower, and I'm expecting a return. But then they turn around, and they judge people. 
It's a blessing blocker. So all this in the quantum world is sitting there in your harvest waiting to come to you, but it can't get there. It's stuck. It's stuck. Your harvest is stuck because of other things you do. We got to fix those things. Get rid of the blessing blockers. You've got to be in forgiveness. You've got to be in love. Love one another. Don't be hanging the list up of everything somebody did wrong in your life. That goes for marriage. That goes for business relationships. That goes for every. Stop telling people how awful they are and start loving them as Christ loved you. And so, and reap. And so, and reap. And when you have an opportunity to pile on and be mad at someone, choose mercy. Choose love. Choose it. Choose life, not death. One leads to death. One leads to life. There are two paths in front of us. It's quite clear. It is so crystal clear. And yet the body of Christ has to wake up. Stop listening to what's going on in the world and start making a difference by loving one another and realizing that God can and will deliver you from every evil of this present world because you trust in him. God will. I don't care what the laws are. I'm delivered from every evil. No weapon. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge. He is my fortress. In Him I do trust. Surely He shall deliver me from the snare of the fowler, from His perilous pestilence. He shall cover me with His feathers. And under his wings I shall take refuge. His truth is my shield and my buckler. I shall not be afraid of the terror that comes by night, nor of the arrow that flies by day, nor of the destruction that lays waste at noonday. A thousand might fall at my side, ten thousand at my right, but it shall not come near me. Only with my eyes shall I look and see the reward of the wicked. For I have made the Lord God, even the Most High, my habitation. Therefore, no evil will befall me, neither shall any plague come near my dwelling. For God has given his angels charge over me, that they should bear me up in their hands, lest I dash my foot against a stone. I shall tread upon the lion and the cobra, and the young lion and the serpent I will trample underfoot. And God said, Because he has set his love upon me, saith the Lord, therefore I will deliver him, and I will call, and he will call upon me, and I will answer him, because, and with long life I will satisfy him, because he has known my name. With long life I will satisfy him, because he has known my name. The quantum world. God isn't sitting there going, up. Give him one more point today, one less point tomorrow. Get this, up, down, up. He's not doing that. He created a system that automatically does it. Why did he do that? Why is there a system? And that was Psalm 91, by the way, that I just repeated because it's in my heart. I know it by heart. So why did you think he created that system? Do you know that we are designed and created to judge angels? You will be a judge throughout all of eternity over all things that God has. And he wants people that are just made in his image and likeness to be able to judge not from the head, but from the heart. Not to be able to say, you did this, 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 and this, but your heart has changed and mercy is at work. With the same mercy 
that God gave to us, we extend to others. That mercy endures forever, but it has to, first of all, originate inside of each one of us. So we're learning how to judge. We're learning what judgment does, the effects that judgment has. All of this universe, with all the laws, the quantum world, physics, mechanical, quantum, everything, all of it is what sustains all of existence. And God wants us to know how he created everything and why it will last forever because of the love that comes from him, because of the love that now comes into us, because of the love that comes out of us. <clears throat> love energizes, develops the frequency that's the current that causes everything to be powered in every realm of existence. Love. If love withdrew, everything as you know it would cease to exist. You would never have existed. You would be poof, gone. Love is the greatest power and force of all. Love never fails, right? That's what we're told. But now we have to understand that not only is it a word written in a book, but it is a word that affects every part of the quantum mechanics and quantum physics of all of eternity. It's built in. It's built in. You're in an earth suit that operates like God. You are made a little lower than God. That's what it says. It says, interpreted a little lower than angels, but if you take it to the original Hebrew, it meant a little lower than God. You're not God, and you're not Big G, but you are learning how he thinks, how he acts, how he creates, how he judges, how his mercy is more important than his judgment, and you and I are supposed to share that with everyone around us. But Art, there's some really bad people. Yeah, go show them what love is. Love never fails. Live a life filled with love. And I'm not talking about physical, engaged love. I'm talking about spiritually appreciating a human life. That's the problem when you see deaths. No appreciation, no respect for life. How about respect for the Creator? Now, we're watching a lot of the things on the History Channel and other places about all the aliens that are seen. Do you not know there was a war? This is like, this is like so amazing to the people that are discussing it. This is stuff I've known forever, that I've read the Bible. Do you not know there was a existence with creation prior to Earth, and that there was a war, a rebellion that took place, and that some of those creation were kicked out of that existence, and they came to Earth? They came here to hide from God, but then they came here because, well, if we can steal Man, man is made just like God. We can use man's powers to get back at God. You don't even know you have superpowers. They know. And those, those that were thrown out are what we call aliens. They show up every now and then. And they'll show up more. Because if they can get the rest of the world to believe that they're gods, come another world, and they have come here to bring, to take the planet back. We gave it to you, and now we're coming to take it back. If they can get the world to believe that, oh, they will. That day is coming. But you, you are smarter than that. You accepted Jesus. God, the real creator, the real creator lives inside of you, and you, he will cause you to be able to see what is true and what is false. And that day is coming 
when Satan, Lucifer, will be taken away. There'll be no opposition. There'll be no resistance to what we're trying to do. How will that be in the quantum world? When you, I'll tell you how it'll be, just like when Adam was. Because Adam believed something and imagined it, it materialized. It materialized. He never, ever, ever had to wait for anything until he was introduced to the enemy, until Satan showed up and became the, the hoodlum, the enemy, that would just take that away from Adam so he couldn't live that way anymore. He had to work by the sweat of his brow. And that's what we do today, but we're transitioning back. You no longer have to rely on it. If you're working in a job right now and it doesn't pay enough money, praise God for the job. Pay your bills, but you can, along with that, transform your future by living internally, internalizing God's Word, making it first place, and have the quantum world change your future. But I don't see how that could happen. Well, that's, that's the important part. You don't see how. You don't need to know how. You don't need to know when. You just need to know it will. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Remember, Satan behind every problem is Satan. Satan is the problem, not people. If you have a people problem, you got a Satan problem. You have to get to the love side, and you deal with it that way. Are using our faith, the faith of God, the Word of God has an anointing on it. It will always carry out everything that it's supposed to. But we have to, as you get strong in all this, be and you're going to be bold in this, but you have to be humble. Humble towards others. Never being the dictator. Never being the one that you don't want to be others to be to you. Remember, your life is a reflection of who you are. And the more you love one another, the more you forgive one another, the more you show mercy to one another, the more you lift up the downtrodden, you help them pay their bills, the more yours gets paid. And every one of us has, in our ability, something to give. You've got something. Could be a word of praise, but you can give it. You can start with a word of praise, and you can say, I praise the Lord for so-and-so or for whoever, and I thank you, Lord, that there is a, a way for all this to work for their advantage, that their life will turn out the way it's supposed to. We will not lose one battle when we use the Lord. We won't. And you know why we won't? Because he said, this is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. We need to rejoice. You need to rejoice. We need to be glad. We need to be glad, not sad. So if you're sad, if you're broke, busted, sick, or disgusted, then you are not doing it right. You're not doing it right. I don't care what you think. Oh, but Art, I've done it right. I prayed. I begged God. God doesn't want to be begged. He's given you everything you need. You need to get up off your laziness, out of your laziness, understand the word, put it in, and take dominion over any circumstance or situation that's trying to stick its ugly head up in your life. That's what we do. We don't, we just, when this comes along or that comes along, you could go cower in a corner and say, oh my God, it's over. My life is over. Or, or you can say, no, you don't. That is not going to happen in my life. Uh, I'll give you a, a, a little example of that. I was helping a, a local priest, actually, a, a Barnabite priest, great guy. And we were raising money to buy two mobile medical clinics to sell, send to the Philippines. And it was quite a bit of money, a couple hundred grand. And we were able, through the grace of God, to be able to do that. 
So we send these mobile clinics over there to help kids in rural areas. And that week that they got, like, they get into the docks or whatever, however they got there, and uh, they had elected a new president of the Philippines. And that president got elected, and for whatever reason, they changed the tariff on the incoming freight. I don't remember how much, but it was significant, like a lot of money that that was going to cost just to get it out of the docks. Now that it was in port, but it had to get out of the port, right? And he, he called me up and said, what are we going to do? And I said, well, we're going to pray. They're going to change the law. He said, what? I said, no, we're going to change. Not we're going to change it. God's going to change the law. We're going to reverse that. Now, obviously, that's a very bold statement to make. But guess what? We prayed. And three days later, they reversed it. I'm telling you, God has a plan for you. Don't ever quit. Don't ever cower in. Give up. You are a child of the Almighty God. You are made to have dominion over this planet, dominion over your life, and you are made in the image and likeness of God. You represent His presence here. If you don't use it, you lose it. And if you aren't representing the Creator of the universe, then you're just representing you. And you alone, apart from Him, you're nothing. But with Him, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. You're ready for anything, equal to anything. Through Him, who infuses inner strength into you. Of course it's not your own strength, for it's God who is all the while creating within you the desire both to will and to work for His good pleasure. So I'm convinced that He who began a good work in you will continue until the day of Jesus, developing that work and bringing it to full completion. So say yes to Jesus. Say yes now. We're out of time. Hope you have a great week. This program is about being all in with the Lord. Hope you got something out of it. I always get something out of it because I preach. If no one else is listening, I'm at least listening to myself. Faith comes by hearing, hearing the Word of God, and I am hearing the Word of God. Have a great week, and I'll be with you next week. All in. It's about time, it's about space, it's about saving the human race. It's about hate, it's about love, it's about everything above. It's about war, it's about peace, it's about changing history. It's about you, it's about me, it's about time.